0: Hello and welcome to Mum's Work and Chaos with me, Louise. They say it takes a village to raise a child, so let me help you build yours. During this journey, I'll be learning about everything from neurodiversity in children's literature through to body image post-pregnancy. I hope you enjoy this episode. Hello and welcome to this week's episode of Mum's Work and Chaos. Today I am joined by the wonderful Mumfluencer? Are we going with that term? Actually, it. Please. Yeah so. I mean
1: I mean if we want to put people off I guess, I guess <laughs> Mumfluencer is the, the way to go. <laughs>
0: How would you describe
1: yourself and your content on Instagram? Oh gosh you know I try and um I think I try and stay away from the influencer word just because <laughs> on a on a very personal note I find influencers very annoying so I think that uh, agreed. <laughs> you know, yeah, agreed right I think if if people ask oh what you know kind of what's your platform I just kind of just kind of say I'm a wannabe comedian you know like I like making fun of things that's pretty much all I do you know just just make fun <laughs> of random things a lot of um, it parenting, obviously, because most of us can identify with that. But yeah, I would, I would, yeah, when people are like, oh my gosh, you're my favourite social media, I'm like, please, no, you know, like, <laughs> you know, I'm not that. Um, well,
0: I think you sort of hit that territory, in a way, accidentally with the gifting of your latest rucksack
1: that you oh, have. Oh, so funny, from yeah. your child. <laughs> yeah, oh my gosh, I love it. Like, I literally took it to work yesterday. <laughs> and like, for those that don't know, I'm a nurse as well. So I literally had... You know this fluffy teddy bear backpack with stethoscope in it. You oh know, my god,
0: brilliant! Lunch,
1: blood pressure cuff, all this stuff. And I was just <laughs> like, this is quite juvenile, but I don't care. It's mine now. So, <laughs> so yeah.
0: my my daughter has an an aerial backpack from. I don't know if you guys have smiggle over in New Zealand. We do.
1: We actually do, but it's not going to be as big as it is in the UK. No, it's like it's, still, yeah. It's like
0: a parent's nightmare. You're walking through the the shopping mall and it, you're just like trying to avoid it. It's it's it's
1: all glitter like and stimulation isn't it? Yeah. And
0: overpriced water bottles and it's just like, oh my yes. god, it's horrible. Yes. But she has this we we treated her to this aerial <laughs> backpack the size of her because they're oh all gosh. huge. Um, for her her birthday last year and the amount of times I carry that thing into school is unbelievable (laughs) and so I now have this joke with her that if she does not take the backpack it's now my backpack and quite honestly I would very
1: happily wear a glittery purple aerial backpack. I feel like they need to make stuff our age just a little bit more fabulous like I know you know kids have like zero social pressure they're just like yes this is me this is my ridiculously flamboyant backpack just for school you know and yeah no I really uh what I did appreciate about that that whole rucksack thing was just that you know people don't have to reach out um but they do and that's always really lovely and I think that unless they're creepy that you know then please don't reach out but <laughs> this lady was not creepy at all and um you know I think the thing that I was most impressed by because I was a little bit nervous when I sent her that video initially because yeah you know I was it, I'm still being funny like I'm still Taking a bit quite a lot you know and um but she was like oh my gosh I love it it's perfect and I thought oh you guys are good okay you can totally take a joke and I think that um people that have reached out for the for the large part are, we like your humor could yeah. you please inject some of that into our products or you know for a video or whatever so that's been really good cool because cool, cause people are up for it so
0: I think that's the thing yeah. that is, is like you know when you're when you're looking for someone to promote your things you're generally looking for someone who has the same sort of ethos or or you know humor as as you yeah. and your brand do but I think sometimes yeah, totally, people yeah. don't really know what they're yeah. looking for and they just
1: like mass reach out as well which could be a yeah. much. and I think you know what with the whole because because I did get people sort of reach out and be like you know you know the typical sort of um I don't want to talk badly about it, but like the the sort of multi level marketing. Oh yeah, yeah, stuff. yeah. like, oh my gosh, babes! Had a look at your account. Oh my gosh, I'm obsessed with your content. <laughs> I really think you'd be amazing at this business. You've got such a fire in you, and all this kind of stuff. And it's just like, oh, like all this intensity, basically trying to sell me something. Like, you know, the minute, the
0: minute you are like one of their team because
1: I've yeah. been I've been there. Yeah, me too,
0: I've been there. <laughs> uh, the minute you're one of their team with with your sort of following, I mean everyone axinia's account mum hacks for you is 100% you must follow, but you have over like 100 and what 115,000 followers on your account now. So yeah,
1: that's but you kind know that's still that really you can surreal. influence
0: into buying that mascara that everyone must have and so that that way your sales imp- impact theirs. So it's like an easy win
1: for them, really. I guess so. Yeah, I think that um, with the multi-level marketing, it's just my experience of it anyways, that there's a lot of target towards mums. Because mums are at home, mums are often isolated, mums are often bored, mums would like little side hustles, side (laughs) income. And I think there's a lot of, um, and this is why I stepped away from it actually, but there's a lot of, um, I think, manipulation, to be honest with you, because it's like, you know do you want this amazing future for your children or do you want to just stay where you are it's like well hold on a sec where you are oh, I might not be that bad you know but no, they kind and- of try and you know use all the all the buzzwords to
0: That's try and get thing. moms
1: to sign up to this stuff and it's always I'm sorry it's always really expensive like one thing all of these companies have in common it's just like you know what I don't really want to spend like 50 bucks on a toothpaste I just don't you know I mean life's too short um yeah, so I did definitely step away from it just because it it just felt very yeah. oof intense and yeah. So I no, occasionally I get, get that. It, but mm, I uh,
0: yeah fan. yeah I've 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 been there. I've been on on both <laughs> sides actually. I've I've worked yes. as a, a, a you know. Go on and, and tell the, me what do you do,
1: Louise?
0: Oh God, it was unique. So no. I was. So I was sat there with the makeup videos, session. and oh yes. my god, that the being a mum and and working in London at the time and trying yeah. to get ready in the morning to get the train at like intense, half random. seven, while trying to stick my phone to my mirror so that I could film myself getting oh, ready in the morning like and now. making sure that yeah. my bedroom was tidy. It was like a nightmare, and so mm. I I just thought, do you know what I know. and the the parties in people's houses now me (sighs) my peopling on any level is exhausting for me and so hence the reclusiveness of working from home but honestly I I was just I was exhausted from work I was exhausted from trying to keep people happy online I was exhausted from trying to make sales for the stuff that I was buying basically for myself and then exactly Yeah. yeah making sure I had it in my kit and it was just like oh god I can't and then um yeah and it was quite I just I, I did feel like I was manipulating people and I mean come on I work in marketing but my job is to sell you something that you need something um,
1: actually useful yeah
0: exactly <laughs> I'm, trying find, find I'm trying to find the perfect client I'm not trying to fight I'm not trying to sell you stuff that you don't want or you don't need that's not my job, yeah. my job is to yeah, find no, no, that I with that. And easily make yeah. the sales to
1: because we're who you want you're who we yeah. want.
0: that's that's the point yeah
1: exactly. For like, me, it was think- like this whole thing of like, you know, you could go get a perfectly affordable protein powder, but wait a minute, I've got <laughs> this one, which is triple the price. Like oh, you God. need this one to be healthy. You do, you know, Yeah. And yeah no, it just gets stupid. And I no. think that um, the problem is that people think, oh, stay at home, mom, you got nothing to do. Yeah. Or if you do, or you are just, you know, you've actually got so much time in the day in between whatever your kids need. And and the reality is, even if you do, so I mean, I homeschool. Oh my god! Which, uh, <laughs> don't do it. It's awful. No, I'm joking. <laughs> no, um, you know, it has its challenges. Seriously. Um, yeah, that we, yeah, we've. I bow you know, down to you. <laughs> we, nah, don't. We're terrible at it. But um, you know, it's just that's what's been right for our family and our kids in particular. I'm I'm not one of those sort of dogmatic people that say everybody should homeschool that's not how I think at all it's just been what has worked for us and our particular setup but um yeah with that gosh I've lost all chain of thought but you know I think um generally people think okay moms do the school drop off and then they've got all this time <laughs> they've got all this time where they're not doing anything you know where of course they could do a side hustle why don't yeah. they just get a real job why don't they do all this why don't they go to the gym you know that's the best one because yeah. why wouldn't you be investing in your health you should be how dare you not and I think one thing that's not commonly understood is that the emotional weight of everything you deal with on a regular basis yeah. that then becomes chronic because you're always dealing with it. You know, it's, it's the same stuff day in, day out. And there's not really any let up. I think that people don't remember that. Yeah. You know what? If you've got time alone by yourself, awesome.
0: This is the thing. That's no. to you.
1: Take time by yourself, relish it. Don't feel guilty for it. Do whatever the heck you want. You don't need a side hustle. Well,
0: exactly. And if um, you don't I want mean, one, you know? we- This podcast may be called Mum's Work and Chaos, but honestly, Hmm. mumming is work. You know, it's not all about going into the office, going into the hospital in your case or whatever. Um, Working, like even being a mum is a 100 million percent harder than a full time job. Hence the reason why I put my kids in daycare and I go to work. (laughs) because i can't handle it amen (laughs) i honestly i i tried it i i had i did the traditional thing of having the baby and having the maternity leave and i was off for nine months and i went mad i started a business i then found another job and i went back to work and i was just like seriously I, i just couldn't do it i was so god love my daughter i love her so much yeah but my brain was like 24 yeah. seven just going and I was like scrolling my feed at three in the morning while feeding her and I was
1: yeah like yeah. I
0: just needed people I needed to be working again and um and have the distraction of mm. work I just couldn't do yeah. it so
1: honestly yeah, totally my
0: hat to any stay-at-home mum you're doing an amazing job I yeah. can't do it that's he- hence why I'm working <laughs>
1: but you like, know, I think that I think we all do it differently I think well, that um and you know, and when I say I homeschool, people people immediately kind of go, oh my yeah. gosh, you must be doing. And I don't know what image they've got in their mind, but it's probably that I've got a blackboard in my kitchen and I'm like, you know, and, you know, sit down, do your work. And it's not really like that. Yeah, for our family in particular, you know, we've got neurodiversity and yeah. and all of that. You know, we've got to be quite flexible with how we do it. Um, and you know, you know what it is about the oldest kid—they're always the guinea pig. You know, poor thing is gonna um, yeah, have the consequences know. of all of our stupid decisions ultimately. You know, <laughs> and so yeah, you know, we're also just trying to learn from other people that do it. And yeah, yeah, poor kid. Well, yeah. this is the he's, thing, but like... he's largely happy. So quite—he's <laughs> quite bright. I can't take credit, but you know, it's—it's it's okay. I oh. think that um, you know, everybody needs to be given freedom to to navigate motherhood in their own way you know and some people really do just need to go back to work and that's okay for for your own mental health because at the end of the day if you're not okay they're not okay well that's
0: yeah so we so that's what I chose to do I chose to go back to work but I mean Mm. like we you know I think one thing that hit me about the post that you put out that we we bonded on was um it was about mum groups and um and you were you were specifically sort of like I guess looking more at the overstimulation it's too noisy all of that sort of stuff yeah which I found as well Mm. but I was always the mum that was late because the kid had had a punami just as we were about to leave the house of course um I was I couldn't uh, she would not allow me to stop breastfeeding her like I tried every bottle on the market (laughs) she wouldn't take it she wouldn't take a dummy or a pacifier whatever you want to call it Mm. she 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 wouldn't she just wouldn't she wanted me and that was it and so I was stuck to her for a whole year before I made her give up cold turkey (laughs) but (laughs) it was it was tricky and so she was always the one that wanted to then feed halfway through and have a nap and so it was like I'd be sat there thinking I've paid 70 pounds for a term 70 yeah for a whole term of classes like because building should have been made of gold 70 (laughs) pounds honestly it's stupid over here mate so I'd paid 70 quid for the privilege of of being in there for a whole term to sing about the fields and the sun and how blessed and lucky we are (laughs) Um, no, I've got to be With honest a sleeping with you. kid and and all the mums who were too busy going, oh, uh, Jonathan, Jonathan t- took the bottle brilliantly, and he's been gaining weight, and we took him oh, weight in. It. It, it. it. <laughs> oh, it's all the pretentious mums, and I was just like,
1: I don't know, nah. no, nah. <laughs> no, they're not my people. I can't do it. I mean, and I like, persevere- I've got friends that love it, oh. I have got friends that love it, you know, and really um get so much out of communities like that. I hate it, like. <laughs> Yeah. I mean, you describing that is my, is my perfect version of hell, you know, like uh, other, other mums with other children who have no interest in whatsoever, <laughs> you know, in this like ugly <laughs> hall, you know, with random beanbags and Always stuff on the floor, and we're all sat in a circle and we're all trying to be happy clappy, you know, and yeah, I get it. You know, that's, that's good for a child's development. Sure. But you know what? It's not good for my mental health. <laughs> So, you know, it get, it gets to the point where you just, I was like, you know, I don't enjoy this, like, and that's fine. Yeah.
0: yeah. I found, yeah. I was really lucky. I found my my gang of misfits and we would sit oh, in well the corner and just natter together and it'd be like, oh, oh, uh, it, it's it's time for the wooden spoon to come out now. Okay. We, we've all got our wooden spoon and uh, or oh, we've all gosh. got our feathers or, uh, or the thing that our child actually really hates. Yeah. <laughs> and, and, and they don't want to play with that at all. Oh, yeah. Okay. But yeah. <laughs> so we'd, we'd all be sat there having this natter, and then eventually we we started a WhatsApp group that was essentially uh, bitching about the classes, and uh,
1: and, and then arranging then to, to, go go to, go to go to the pub, pub instead, eh? arranging <laughs> to go for a coffee
0: or a sandwich or something instead because yeah, well we done. just didn't want to do it, <laughs> and it was just like, uh, are you guys are you guys going to the, to the church group this week? Nah. Uh, nah, let's just let's just go for a cup of tea. Okay, let's do that. <laughs>
1: <laughs> but yeah, it
0: was like no. even the church ones were like a pound to go and they were full of nannies there weren't any parents there because it was it was like oh, really yeah, like child minders and nannies because they were it was only a pound to go there was so it was like easy boys. entertainment yeah and it was just like yeah. the kids just going on a rampage like throwing cars at each other and stuff and it was just like oh, i can't even do this one i just want to no. i just want no. to go to the cafe and teach my child to eat cake
1: that's what I'm going uh, to do. <laughs> yeah, amen, hallelujah. Like, I think with, with my eldest, because um, I've got three boys, uh, so, you know, with my with my first, he kind of set the tone for everything. And and you know what? Like, somehow that child has turned out to be exactly like me in every way and also hates people. So, you know, as a toddler, trying to take him in or even as a baby to these things, they're like, yeah, he is not interested at all. And I remember even, um, so there was quite a big soft play area yeah um, where where we used to live in the UK and so my mom and I took took my son to this thing and he was yeah he was a toddler so he goes he's gone right now we we cannot get him back down so that we can leave because by this point I've had enough okay. so I literally go by this massive bag of chocolate buttons and I'm like hey hey <laughs> like trying to wave this thing so you can see it, right through the jungle it <laughs> and he's like looking at me and then running away and in the end like you know just kind of force him out
0: and oh, okay. it's just
1: you know the screaming tantrum and just yeah. you know didn't want to play with anybody else just wanted to cl- go climb this thing, but trying to take him into any of these groups oh no it was just meltdown central oh. and then I was like you know what kid I don't like people you don't like people either why are we why are we talking why are we let's yeah. so
0: let's I, go home and watch YouTube <laughs> well that's the thing so my my kids I've got I've i'd have three as well but mine are girls awesome. and so oh, wow. yeah yeah my husband is massively outnumbered um even the dogs are <laughs> also, he's screwed um but yeah my, so... my dog's a girl too yeah it's just
1: me and her on <laughs> <I'm> the <laughs> so like
0: with with her it was i tried the i tried the actual thing i did the thing i didn't like yeah. the thing and then mm. um my second who is now two was born just as we like a month into the first lockdown in the UK so Oof, yeah. yeah she was she was the 20th of April um wow and so yeah lockdown started on the 22nd of March that was it Mother's Day Boom. no no Mother's Day on again, <laughs> why, why do the mothers yeah. get a day when it's Covid uh, so yeah um we yeah. went into lockdown on Mother's Day uh she was born a month later and um and it was it was quite nice it was quiet yeah. on the board um you know there weren't any there weren't any like grandparents running around trying to grab you things and
1: fast yeah. around the
0: child which was quite nice and then it carried on and i was like oh we we don't get to go to baby groups um what's what's going on
1: yeah. uh you know
0: and i, yeah. I it. it was the it was the best hottest summer we'd had in the uk for ages i remember seeing that on the news and so we had we had the paddling pool out we went for walks she got to enjoy going to the woods every day like every day we just went for walks in the woods because i was having to work and homeschool with a new baby from how why were you working so because i because of my job i can do it anywhere and people still needed marketing, and I guess, um, because yeah. I work in cyber security as well, like yeah. um, the the company I was working for at the time, they were just making bank. Like seriously, every mm. cyber hacker in the world was out in force because they were like, yeah. oh, everyone's working from home. We can exploit, take take advantage of yeah. everyone working from yeah. home, yeah. and the yeah. lack of security people were able to implement. And so you I would was have there like that. Tapping away, doing all the socials and the marketing around, around all of that. And, uh, and yeah, and homeschooling. And so it was like. We all needed to get out and just like being in the woods, being like out for outside.
1: Yes. You know, it was like, how yeah. many
0: leaves can you count? We just did maths. How, <laughs> how <laughs> <was this> many? <family? laughs> we just did English. Yay. You're so, genius.
1: <laughs> but it was like, how many things can you combine into one? Oh, let's talk about the rain, science. <laughs> and so, oh, that's sweet. But it was it's so special as well, spending, spending that time as a family. I think loads of people sort of unexpectedly thrived yeah uh we did we did not thrive um but you know we were quite lucky in that over in New Zealand you know we I mean we were lucky in that you know in that with that alpha variant yeah the one that really was very catastrophic uh obviously the the borders were shut for us so we you know we really didn't um see the ramifications of that like the rest of the world did yeah uh and you know and that also came at a cost you know um but ultimately you know there was a lot of people that were protected as a result but you know when you homeschool already like there's no different kind of thing it's at home anyway <laughs> what do you what do you mean pizza shut why the hell is it shut you know like this is this is what we do on a friday night you know we yeah. cry into our pizza because we've had enough you know like how can <laughs> we find our pizza pizza now i think it was a whole month that basically nothing was open apart from oh, the supermarket. Okay. you know like the essential essential things and uh yeah and we had we had a couple of those um but the nice thing is you know we where we live on the North Island we're literally right opposite the beach yeah so even when we were in full full lockdown you know the beach was still considered like our immediate area so we just you know when I wasn't working because I, I was pretty much working every day but I don't um know, you
0: imagine being a nurse during that time must have been yeah
1: a lot. yeah you know I don't overstate it just because um so I'm UK trained UK qualified um, and worked in the NHS for a, for a good number of years um, in NHS EDs. Yeah. So as you know, it's my background, um, and you know, winters were tough in <laughs> ED, really, really, really tough. Um, big hospital, you know, twenty three waiting in the ambulance line, you know, twenty three more ambulances coming. Yeah. You know, it was it was chaos. It was absolute chaos every single winter. You know, pre COVID, and um, and I got to say, you know, I wasn't in ED during COVID in New Zealand. I was working in a mix of uh, general practice and also acute urgent care, so not hospital-based. And, you know, we were really, really very safe. Now, obviously, we did not know, you know, at that point, nobody knew what this was going to be. Nobody knew if it would mutate, would it be worse? If it mutated, would it be less? You know, we didn't didn't actually know anything. So there was a lot of PPE and that kind of thing, but there was a lot that we couldn't do, you know? uh just because we had to put new policies in place so I'd never overstate and say oh look at me I noticed in a pandemic <laughs> or you know, like I, I never overdo that because I'm like yeah actually yeah. we were in Zealand it wasn't that big a deal but you know over in here yeah like on our on our respiratory ward yeah it would be a big deal or in the emergency department yes it, w- it probably would be a big deal you know but I think what it was like for us and what it's been like for the rest of the world two yeah. very different things so I would definitely not um Put it this way of all the things I've done in my nursing career I wouldn't put nursing through a pandemic as necessarily a <laughs> feather in my cap does that make sense uh, yeah no I 100% rest. I don't 100%. want to take away from what are, what a lot of my old you know friends in in the UK have been doing in ED like they yeah. saw some horrific stuff we were very very blessed that we did not see any of that not where I was anyway crazy isn't it so, like how, yeah
0: how it all happened yeah. and how you know different especially different like countries dealt with it and everything yes and, but like you know it's yeah and then with my third she was born as we were sort of coming out of everything and so she's so one now two under two so yeah I've got a two-year-old and a one-year-old although the Ouch. two-year-old the two-year-old's <laughs> gonna be three next month but yeah it was it Aww. was she, let's just say, well the done 12. you Gosh. A Massive surprise, a, a happy surprise, <laughs> <I'm babe. going. laughs> Huge surprise. Yes. I was, I was, yeah. yeah, we were not expecting her. <laughs> oh, that's awesome, though. And how old's your eldest? uh She's six, so she's oh, basically cute. second mum. So she's like, okay perfect. she's always like, Indy, you have to get dressed. You know how to dress yourself. Blah blah blah. Mummy's asked you to get dressed. Go and I'm like. We're standing there in your best in knickers and you still haven't got
1: your get your own shit
0: sorted
1: you know i must say your house sounds very ordered my house with the three of them is essentially just a continual episode of jackass so you know <laughs> yours, yours sounds
0: great Oh, you think that so everyone good. thinks that girls are girls are easy girls are um you know uh <laughs>
1: That, oh, I don't think girls, they're don't, easy. I just think, think they probably do don't urinate stuff. on everything. Oh, yeah. Oh, <laughs> you say that. You say that. I'm sure they're very difficult. I think boys are simple and a lot, simple emotionally.
0: Girls, uh, so we've got, we've got one of those sort of like click clack sofas. So the back just folds down like a sort of, yeah, yeah, yeah. Style yeah. of thing and it's really heavily sprung. And so it's basically now the indoor trampoline. Oh gosh, <laughs> and and the thing is that my my eldest will set up like an assault course kind of thing. Mm. So next thing you know, they're jumping from like the sofa to the to the footstool to the to oh, the floor, cute. and then they yeah. set up like cushions on the floor because it's actually they're now playing hot lava, and it's just like oh my oh. god. And so yeah, and so I've basically got to make sure that no one tries to decapitate the youngest by doing a flying kiss yes. at the wrong time. Yeah. Um, yeah. And uh, yeah, and and my middle one um, is she's potty trained, but you know she's like yeah. still well done, yeah, still figuring it out a bit. You um, pretty she had, well. She's not
1: even three yet. Sheesh. She she well had done. an older
0: sister who was like she she was mimicking a hundred percent. Yes, yeah. but, like, <laughs> but you know, uh, I'm pretty sure that the other night while I was cooking dinner, because I didn't let her get her way, she just did a wee in the middle of the kitchen floor just to spite they're positive you positive about that yep. yeah yeah <laughs> <laughs> it's like just when you need it isn't it they're between your legs while you're trying to cook dinner they're they're in the fridge getting yes. every type oh. of cheese string string cheese alternative that they can possibly get
1: totally, out yes. my,
0: my middle one now is attempting to climb the fridge to get to things that oh, she man. wants um which is really yeah,
1: incredibly resourceful but stop it yeah absolutely <laughs>
0: i just stick Da-da. the youngest in a high chair
1: now and and try and <laughs> sort yeah. oh gosh, you know those bouncer the Fisher Price yes. things? Yes. So, you know, I had my youngest in it up until he was knocking it over because he clearly was too old for this thing now. You know, he was like falling out of it. Uh, but it was my saving grace, honestly. Just <laughs> and that, Miss Rachel, and uh, what else did we put on cocoa melon, you know, any kind of uh stay there and don't move propaganda you know we used yeah. we were we're very pro screen so i've but heard you know, a you lot you about got to rachel. Know they're safe
0: i'm yet to i'm yet to uh to uh you know come a, like actually watch miss rachel
1: oh and, you know what she's fantastic i've got no bad things to say about yeah. miss rachel it's just really wholesome and you know i mean we did it because we had a little bit of speech delay with our first yeah so with the other two we we've kind of just been like oh okay so we just do things a little bit differently to try and encourage um, more speech yeah and i found out that miss rachel had a so it's a similar story so her um she had a son who had speech delay and then she you know she's got a history and um she's got a background in teaching and in music and she just kind of looked at some of the things kids are watching on tv and was like yeah. wow there's not really anything that encourages speech development no or for a slightly uh developmentally delayed child so They started this YouTube channel, and it's been great. My youngest is talking so much more, and we actually just enjoy it. It's it's just a really nice, interactive. Thoroughly recommend.
0: Okay, I will check.
1: They all love it. Thoroughly recommend. It's like crack cocaine, you know just just put it (laughs) just put it in front of them.
0: Well, my 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 um my eldest has um a list, and um again because of COVID and uh, the middle one
1: has a list too
0: yeah speech uh, speech therapy has uh, eluded us um yeah so it's 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 been a hard one we've we've been working on trying to get the we've been working through the school and everything um and then that bad like yeah okay. it's 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 been a fun one so yeah it's uh, try just like the delay there's like a two year delay on
1: speech therapy in in the uk um How is there yeah but I mean, with a lisp, is that, is that that big a deal? Like, if you don't mind me asking, like, are they, does that worry people if she's got a lisp? Um, it doesn't work. Well,
0: it doesn't really worry me. Yeah, because um, I mean, it doesn't
1: worry me that my, my kid does.
0: But they, um, yeah,
1: but they seem to think that she, you know, needs it. So,
0: whatever. Yeah.
1: <laughs> I mean, I'm not a speech therapist, but one thing I do like about New Zealand is um, uh, it's generally quite a bit more chill. <laughs> yeah (laughs) about things like that like still you know still good work counts but generally the um the attitude here is that you know you just let kids be kids you know and they and they figure it out themselves and you give them independence when they need it and you know it's okay it's okay that they're they're young and they do things differently and yeah I mean I don't think I've ever look I have occasionally thought about my middle one and been like that is quite a lisp you know how long is that gonna (laughs) be at the same time like you know it's also cute like I probably selfishly don't pay much attention but yeah I just I I guess I kind of figured they would they would grow out of that kind of thing but that's interesting to hear that there's such a delay on um speech development so
0: originally we were keeping an eye on that and then it was um we were you know told fairly often that she was you know zoning out or not Mm. listening do we do we want to maybe um send her for a hearing test and things like that And it was like, right, okay, I don't really understand where this is going. Mm. Um, So took her to the doctors, had had her looked at, hearing's perfectly fine. No, she doesn't need a hearing test. And I was like, right, okay. (laughs) So she's been moved around the class a bit and there's a lot going on with it. And then my nephew, uh, they said uh, at his school, oh, we think he has ADHD. Typical boy you know mm. throwing things disruptive destructive sure. all of that yes. and so like they went through the whole thing and they're going through the process of getting him done uh, assessed at the moment yeah and then um uh and then it was um you know looking at all of that and around his diagnosis and everything mm. working out that actually she displays a lot of the symptoms of, of ADHD that, well, I say symptoms. It's not a disease. Signs. It, they're yeah. traits, yeah, um, yeah. Of girls with ADHD. And it was like, yeah. oh, okay, interesting. And mm-hmm. then I started looking into it more and more, and I was like, oh, that's interesting. That was me as a kid. Right.
1: And yeah. then
0: I started looking more into it, and I was like, that's me. So now yeah. we're both at the moment going through the process of being assessed
1: for Interesting. ADHD. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you probably know because I talk about it online, yeah. but um, I'm ADHD and so is my son. So yeah. my eldest one. And, and yeah, we, are, <laughs> we do have very similar um, ways in which we we process things. But I think that um, I was chatting with my mum actually the other day. There is There is a bit of a surge at the moment globally or at least in the in oh, the western yeah. world um, women getting diagnosed and you know well into their 30s and I think it's because we mask a lot as kids whereas I think um boys often don't mask yep you know, but but will mask and I think you know I remember um like I was I think I was six or seven and my mum didn't know this until recently but um so you know you play you you learned to play the recorder at school oh god yeah yeah, so I was <laughs> I was learning to play the recorder for like a solid year, and now this this lovely music teacher has taught us how to read music, right?
0: Yeah.
1: And I wasn't paying attention, so that whole year I was playing everything by ear, and yeah. I was I was literally having these like little exams, you know, as a seven year old, and and passing, you know, but the whole time nobody knew I couldn't read music. And no, uh, that was exactly me. So I yeah. learned, I learned recorder like everyone does.
0: I learned yeah. keyboard from year three to I think year six I learned keyboard and I oh, could well play everything by ear yes couldn't read music and then I was at secondary school I started to learn flute because I actually wanted to oh, learn I did saxophone too. Oh, yeah I wanted to learn saxophone but my hands were too small and I didn't have the reach for the saxophone but I could oh, reach on thing. the flute yeah oh gosh yeah so i i learned the flute and um and my music teacher outed me he worked it out he was like and um actually uh let's let's just practice this bar here and i was like
1: can't shit, sight read
0: shit shit shit, <laughs> shit, shit 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 where's c i know what c is let's work out if that's c then that's what c, it looks like yeah <laughs> and then um and that was around the time my stepdad, who was a music teacher, um, was like, actually, I'll come up with this new and inventive way for you to read music where the notes don't all oh, look sweet. the same. And yeah. I was like, Oh, okay, cool. And he developed that and I still didn't learn to read
1: music. <laughs> oh, better for trying though. You know, with those um I think, like it, I think I was like <laughs> No, but it's such a it's such a common thing. I mean, I remember um it was literally like grade one recorder book with like yeah. massive, you know, it had all the the keys like in massive you're like, like, I don't form. need this book. I can do but, it. But you know, I literally <laughs> just like started to read it and be like, you know, it'd be like this is A, you know, this is B. And I just had to sort of essentially just teach myself until yeah. I learned to pay attention in music class. And yeah, and then went on to play flute <laughs> and um take it further a little bit. But yeah, no, that was me. Like just uh not paying attention and often uh, you know so the teacher also said to my mum yeah she's earned out a lot you need to take her for a hearing test mum did the same thing you know and yeah, I went uh, for the, the hearing, hearing test again. no hearing's perfect in fact it's better than normal you know and <laughs> yeah
0: it oh, sounds higher and lower yeah, than most other kids and it yeah. was like and now I'm starting to think is that a neuro, uh, neurodivergent thing is that do we have a better bandwidth and so like there's still yeah like, maybe some of the shops in the UK um, do yeah. you, I don't know if you. I don't know if you'll remember this, but do you remember they got like deterrents for teenagers? So to stop oh. loitering, they would play this really high pitched sound that you could only hear if you yes. were like under twenty five. I'm thirty five. Some of these places and still have
1: those them. deterrents, and I can still hear the noise. <laughs> it's Nothing. like that sounds like torture. I think I knew Like, I think I've only ever heard those in the context of like for a dog.
0: <laughs> you oh know, yeah, no, I like, know,
1: but gosh yeah. that kind of makes sense um
0: obviously in the UK we have a huge loitering problem <laughs> yeah <laughs> and they're
1: all under 20 apparently <laughs>
0: god, honestly. I've been I may have been known to loiter near
1: a shop every now yeah, that's <laughs> no, no. funny that you can hear it no that sounds like absolute torture you know yeah. what drives me is the extractor fan
0: oh god I hate it the minute that thing goes off like my husband I know, it's more like, like why don't you have it on while you're cooking and I'm like
1: because then don't want to kill everyone yeah basically yeah so, and then my husband will come in and be like oh it's a bit steamy in here and then just like turn it on for no and reason it on, you know, no one's cooking. and I'm like don't do that
0: <laughs> same with classical music the worst one for me at the moment is um my kids can turn the bathroom light on and it turns yeah. on the the extractor fan yeah yeah, yeah the fan yeah and we don't live in a huge house so like I can be anywhere in the house and I can still and hear you hear it and so yeah. I'm like, why has someone left the light on? Like, seriously, you've been to the toilet, you've washed your hands. Now you turn the light off. And yes. they don't think, they just leave it on. And then there's this just gentle hum mm, through the whole house. And it drives me absolutely insane. Yes. Can't you hear it? No, I can't hear it. Like, yeah. Yep. <laughs> then I wonder totally. why I've got my heckles up and I'm really annoyed about everything. It's because I can hear <gasps> this
1: Totally. And it's funny how like different brains are different. So my husband will find, you know, he's got a very eclectic music that, you know, so listening to a Spotify is ridiculous because you will literally have like this (laughs) this like dark death metal like thing (laughs) blaring. And then the next thing is, you know, classical music. I'm like, oh my goodness, you know, it's just just a flash for, for all the different tastes. But when there's classical music playing, you know, we'll be talking and chatting and then all of a sudden, you know, we're not talking about anything intense. And I'll be like slowly getting furious in the background. I mean, <laughs> then all of a sudden I'll be like, why am I so annoyed? And I'll realize, you know, it's classical music. Ah! <laughs> <laughs> Bash the radio to get it off. And that it, it's just apparently one of my triggers. Look, I can look at it and be like, yes, this is an excellent um, display of musical genius, but turn it the hell off. <laughs> you know? I hate it. <laughs> I
0: find that I tend to stick to like listening to the same stuff. And so, yes. like, it'll always be like the same radio station or the same back catalogue of Oasis music or something. Like, yeah, you know, I, yeah. I tend to stick to the same things. And again, I was reading about it, and and it was like, oh, um, ADHDs tend to stick to to similar sorts of music or or the same. Yep. Or what they they know what they like and they stick to it. And I was just like, oh, yeah, gosh. <laughs> like, yeah, you do, yeah. Why are you, you now telling it, like, me yeah. all of this stuff? Like, why didn't I didn't yeah. know that before. And it was like you know at yep. school, I wasn't like I wasn't the the kid every I didn't feel like I was the kid everyone wanted to be friends with but equally mm. I got on with everyone okay yeah.
1: you blended so, in yeah
0: yeah but I had like my core group but I hated all those really cliquey people and yes. I think that's part of what also made me hate mum groups a lot was everyone formed yes. those seeks and I just and it's was like, a, like, like
1: a like a adult version of high school essentially yeah Yeah, so all that
0: competition and you've got you've got all these people like competing to see whose kid's the fattest (laughs) well mine had 150
1: mils yeah Yeah.
0: exactly have you tried putting your kid on the potty already and it's like no they're nine months old I'm not
1: just go away (laughs) yeah absolutely absolutely and but, when you should breastfeed, how much you should breastfeed, when you should stop breastfeeding, yes. you know, who latched, who didn't latch. And and I think a lot of it is well-meaning. I think that, um, <laughs> I like I, to think a lot of it is well-meaning.
0: Yeah. I just felt that there was all that judgment as well from other yes. mums. And I was like, I thought, like, you know, we're all in this together. Like, why why would you be judging me for the fact that I'm still breastfeeding and she's nearly a year old compared to like my yeah. other two? I stopped at six months because they bit me and I yeah. didn't like it. And they no, took a fair. bottle and I was like, okay, you take a bottle. The other one didn't. Wonderful. I had no choice. Here, yeah, yeah, yeah. have a bottle. Yeah. But, you know.
1: Absolutely, like, yeah. But, yeah. Yeah. You know
0: but I'd look at other mums mm. who were bottle feeding and the judgment they were getting from the breastfeeding mums and I was yes. just like why
1: though like yes.
0: they're doing That's what huge. they can do
1: like yeah why? no totally and, um yeah and I think that <laughs> it's all of that stuff that really really gets to me like really 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 gets to me and which is why I did sort of really not engage in any of that stuff um right. in the end because you know it was just so stressful for myself as well you know and I didn't enjoy that and um and yeah I mean school similarly was um well not similarly I didn't I didn't really blend in I did actually struggle with quite a bit of bullying and I think that then seeing those cliques in older circles was like now nah, we're not in high school like we shouldn't be doing this yeah. you know we actually need to be a bit more supportive of each other um uh, and you know it's interesting because so many so many people that were in that sort of initial group where everything was fine, you know, kids fed kids, you know, walked, they spoke, you know, they were beautifully yeah. eloquent at two years old. You know, and the interesting thing now is that, you know, because I still know some of these moms, you know, I'm still friends with them and, um, you know, not so much from the mum group of kind of connecting outside yeah, of yeah, that. Yeah. Cause we all hated it, but <laughs> you know, a lot of them, a lot of them now are also dealing with children with neurodiversity, funnily enough. And now, so it's for them, like we always knew something was different yeah you know because i I knew i was different so then there there was kind of the expectation of okay i'm kind of understanding what's going on here but you know when you when you have been for argument's sake let's say neurotypical even though i don't necessarily love the term but you know let's let's use that for argument's sake and you have a seemingly neurotypical (laughs) child you know and then so this stuff can come as quite a shock in some ways and you know i think that the the support for um the support for parents particularly the deal with neurodiversity is really really poor I think yeah. um as a whole uh yeah and as you say like weightless wait lists to see specialists waitlists to get help um for support groups all that kind of stuff I think globally you know or at least in the western world like that that's actually a really tricky thing at the moment particularly for mums and dads because it's really 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 stressful
0: yeah
1: really stressful
0: uh, something uh something that hit me a a while ago was like you know the girls that I was really friends with at school we were all sort of like I guess the outcasts you know we were we were the ones who didn't quite fit in you know I could I could I could hold a conversation with half the class you know but it wasn't like we we blended in exactly you know we were we were the different ones but I, I guess in a way you know some some were more tolerable to the cool kids than others um but we I was reading this thing the other day and it it was just like you know one of those memey things that pops up on your insta and it said um <laughs> neurodiverse people tend to tend to gather in packs <laughs> if if your friend's got ADHD chances are you do and I was just like oh shit that makes so much more sense now <laughs> oh your sound's gone I can't hear you well, no what's happened <laughs> I can't see you're on mute
1: what did I do I don't
0: know I... but you're back we're back, we're oh, getting... back.
1: <laughs> okay cool I don't know what I did I'm sorry no it's you can fine hear me now. don't okay, worry cool. I can hear you now <laughs> Okay. Awesome. Um, Yeah, no, I do have, I do have my own little um, gang, uh, (laughs) all, you know, highly, highly medicated, you know, and uh, conversations are interesting, but always fun, you know, but they, you know, they have been an absolute rock. You know, we've been so blessed where we are that actually for, for our kid, um, you know, with ADHD, there's, there's just been so much, Support um mm. and we you know we did opt to go privately for everything just because um in New Zealand as well you know the the public um services for kids are quite um there's also a long waiting lists oh okay and and the thing with you know when people just need support and and help, you know sometimes it is easier to just get it done quicker, even though it's yeah. expensive, but having said that, there's been a lot of pros that have come with that and yeah, so we were just able to get all the support we needed much quicker. Um, and, and yeah, we go to a group, uh, three, four times a week and it's just essentially a safe space for parents and kids that are neurodiverse and they play together and they do arts and crafts and they play video games, they go swimming, they climb trees and you know, we just sit there and have a coffee and just, you know, we've become such a real community. And I think that, genuinely now without them I don't know what I would have done because it's just <laughs> been such a big part of our lives and I think that um it's one thing I say a lot on my you know on some of my posts and feed that you know that at the end of the day parents need community mums need community and that community needs to be a non-judgmental safe space where you understand that for example you have the autonomy yeah. and the right to look to look after your Children to the best of your ability and to the best yeah. of your um, belief system, and you know, and yeah, and not be so judgy. And well, make that's exactly
0: decision. why I started Mum's Work in Chaos because I just yeah. felt like it doesn't matter how you mum, how you do it, you're going to get judged. And I, I want yeah, to be will. a safe space. Yeah. Like you could be a stay at home mum, you're judged. You could yep. go to work, you're judged. You yep. could, you know, want a career. You might you might want to not just go to work, but actually build something at work for yourself. Yes. And you're judged. You might, yeah. you might. People might think in that respect as well that you're competing with your husband. That's not competition with your husband. Yeah. That's just trying to carve out something for yourself. Yes. And so, But equally, I wanted it to be a place where people could laugh at yeah. the hilarity of everything that goes wrong. Because inevitably yes. something will, something will happen. Like your middle child will pee in the middle of the kitchen just to get back, just despite, paying yeah. totally. to paying attention while you're trying to cook dinner, and send an email at the same time. um You yeah, know, totally, totally. It, it's just that tricky juggle, and I, I just wanted Mum's Work and Chaos to be that safe space where other mums could come. And yeah. equally, I'd seen a bunch of crap online about how yeah. we mums don't have the village anymore and I was just like no that's not true every mum can have a village regardless of whether they've got family or not in the area Mm. we can all be each other's village and 100% yeah especially since my eldest started school I've got this really lovely tight-knit group of mums we're we all we're all in different stages of our lives um some are older some work, some don't, but yeah. we but we all have that you know sense of community with each other, and we yeah. we love each other, yeah. and that's just the way it works and so and and with that, we love each other's kids as well, and we you know yeah, and try and meet up Spain. as much as possible exactly, but yeah. it wasn't until she started school that I really felt that I had that village that I yes. had that mum group that I could really yeah. rely on. And mm. and equally they could rely on me, which was brilliant. Yeah. It was it was, yeah, it was yeah. actually really nice to feel like you're, you know, contributing to something oh, and totally. helping your yeah. friends. And so yeah. that's exactly why I started Mum's Work and Chaos, you know, so that we could laugh at, you know, <laughs> the the silly things like the mum the evilness of mum groups,
1: <laughs> <Yes. laughs> of <or> baby
0: groups. <laughs> but then we could also you know, uh, take into account that you know eventually you find your tribe, and
1: you do. Or well, that's the hope, you know. And yeah. I think that um, you know, there is that really. I think I think the thing that's not talked about enough, and 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 I do talk about it, is the is the sort of the mental health side of yeah. of this whole state home mum gig, or just just motherhood or parenthood. You know, because it yeah. it doesn't just have to be mums; it's dads too. Um. Uh, and I think that you know it's a very misunderstood. Um, what even is the word for it? I, I just feel like moms as a whole are just a very misunderstood group. Firstly, we're all very different. Yeah. But you know, there's this. Um, there's this huge. Oh, I can't even get my words out. But what I'm trying to say. <laughs> so so you're pregnant for nine months you have a baby and yep. then there's this huge um what they call the fourth trimester a like this yeah. adjustment to feeding to sleep routines to having to look after somebody and yourself somehow yeah there's so much conflicting information out there of oh this is you know how to lose your postpartum weight um how to get rid of the belly pooch after kids uh you know how what you should eat so you can (laughs) lactate well why you shouldn't give formula gut health get your kids on bone broth you know there's there's so much of this stuff and with my first child like I had severe severe postpartum anxiety and um And at the time, I didn't know it was a thing. You know, I I kind of thought, okay, well, I've heard of postpartum depression, for example, but but not postpartum anxiety. And I didn't realize it was a thing until a while later. (laughs) And yeah, it took it took me having a nervous breakdown to find that out. I'm pretty sure I had both. Like the idea of yes,
0: I she was a month old the first time I left her with my mum and my sister to go and post a letter on my road. There was a post box, and I I just couldn't even do it. And then and then they were like well you managed to make it down the road and back again she was fine we've booked you a hairdresser's appointment you're now going, and I was like right okay and I was like do I take her and they were like no again it's on on your own (laughs) if she cries and she doesn't take the bottle that you've expressed we'll bring her to you and you can feed her in the chair but you need time and I was like right okay and the whole idea of like leaving her gave me palpitations I just couldn't oh, do it's it so
1: hard it's yeah. so hard but then equally yeah.
0: I just felt for for a good while I again I think I had PND but yeah. I just I just honestly I felt like when she was in me everyone was like oh and, and you've got this baby in your tummy and you're bonding with the baby and I was like no I don't feel like well, not way. really like yeah she's not no. here yet yeah. and then when she was born everyone was like oh and you feel this overwhelming sense of love and I was just like no yeah. don't, don't feel like that yeah. and it was really uh, hard and I had to really, really you just feel process. the weight of everyone's expectations as well that you're going you're you will feel this way and then the feelings don't come and you're just like no
1: what's wrong yeah, with what's me what's wrong with me why am and, i broken? and i
0: could feed yeah. her and i could change her nappy and oh the work one of the things that really pissed me off was when people went get all the sleep you can now because you won't get any later and you're oh, just like you. i have a giant human inside me i can't roll yes, I, can't I can't do breathe. anything how can i sleep <laughs> yes yeah totally But equally totally. the adhd side of you is going at three in the morning have you put all the baby girls away have you organized them in color order have you done this have you sorted the bottles out what if you need bottles what if you need formula have you got formula have you packed this change have you packed the changing bag have you packed your hospital Gosh. bag have you sorted this out blah 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 blah, blah. And it's just like this running commentary in your head of all the shit you have to do and then the minute you go to do it you forget what you were meant to be doing anyway and just like yep i'm here yep. standing in front of this bag what am i meant to be doing with this bag yeah totally bag but yeah. you know
1: clearly what you're meant to do mm. at three in the morning <laughs> yeah totally yeah and it, yeah. and I think just the you know I wasn't like I didn't have anybody talk to me about that I think with you know it was more like a you know postpartum depression's a thing so if you're feeling a bit blue make sure you speak out but yeah. I think that um people don't realize how dark these things can get and yeah. And I think often what happens, which which was true for me, actually, is that I that I did not seek help and I did not get medicated. And no. what happened was that because um, that's what I needed, ultimately, not that everybody needs to get medicated. But you know, for me, that that is what I needed or it was part of my journey. But, um, you know, we just kind of went down the road. And, and these things don't just magically go away once your child is two years old. You know, yeah. if those have, if those things haven't been dealt with or processed or worked through they will come up later, you know? Mm-hmm. And yeah. And I think that mums um, in general are really overlooked when it comes to the, the mental health side of things, because it's a huge undertaking. It is. And I mean, people will say, Oh, but you chose this. You chose this. It's a lifestyle choice. Yes, I did choose it. And I, and I never regret my decision to be home with my kids. I adore my kids, despite what I say on social media, <laughs> You know, I thoroughly recommend everyone have children. I love them. But at the same time, has it come at a cost to me personally? Absolutely it has, you know, and I'm allowed to have feelings about that. Whereas I think before it, you know, I was very much like, I chose this. It's my privilege to lay my life down for my children and all this. And yes, yes, it is. But at the same time, I'm a human being that has value. My emotions are valid. Um, And I'm allowed to have feelings about the stuff that I've had had to sacrifice, you know, and I think that um, when we do that, people tell us we're complaining or I'm grateful um, yeah. yeah so I think that thing, I just really like, enjoyed
0: this 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 is that safe space where you can come and you you know equally you can tell us your your complaints and you can tell us the amazing achievements you you had like yes. the fact that you were able to single-handedly deal with a child who had cracked all the way up its back wash it change yes. it and <laughs> You know, we celebrate the small wins. (laughs) Is your child fed, clothed and happy? Great, you're winning. Yes, (laughs) absolutely. (laughs) How you did it you could have done it in the most cat-handed way possible you could
1: have got shit up the walls who cares your child is happy (laughs) like if they know they're loved and they're fed and they're happy like yeah absolutely you're (laughs) you're doing something right and (laughs) you know yeah i think that that is the
0: bare minimum your child is fed sorted and happy winning clothes roof over its head brilliant you know you're doing something okay but like you know I I know it's 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 so easy to compare. Like we, you know, we were raised on those magazines where we had, you know, Jennifer Aniston cellulite thrown in our face, and so yes. the instant we see another woman doing well. It's always like, oh shit, I'm doing really badly. Like, what have I yes. done? What,
1: yes. What What
0: can I beat myself up about today? Fuck it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Um, At the end of the day, yeah. think about the fact that you know you yeah you've managed to get all the knots out of your child's hair at bath time oh gosh yeah. forget how they
1: got there <laughs> you got yeah, here because i didn't brush <laughs> it in a week but yes no absolutely and i think that one thing i've really just enjoyed um on mum hacks for example is just um just ripping the mick out of everything yeah. you know um, just just making fun of it and but that's why i love your account. To it as relatable as possible and kind of be like, no, you don't have to be a certain way. Uh, yeah. We all hate this sometimes, yeah. you know, and it's funny. And and I think that that's probably why so many people have, you know, uh, identified with it because, you know, it's not pretty and it's not easy and it is really funny if, yeah. if we can laugh about it, but ultimately people need to know out there that they're not alone. They're yeah. not the only one thinking these things. They're not the only one that's looking at their body and thinking why why do I not look like a supermodel what am I doing wrong <laughs> you know Um yeah so that that's been my goal is just genuinely you know the the only intention I've had is to because I mean this has been super fun for me it's been such a fun creative outlet it, it's just my yeah. personality um you know just I enjoy oh. making digs at things I enjoy making fun of things um it, you know in a light-hearted way oh yeah And yeah, and I mean, parenting has given me so much like content for goodness sake, you know, half (laughs) half the stuff I put on genuinely, the majority of stuff I put on um, is authentic, you know, it's, it's stuff that's actually happened. Yeah. And and I've just like, you know, maybe embellished it or kind of just made it a bit more um, social media worthy, but all of it's true. Most of it's true. So yeah, it's just been really quite satisfying making stuff that's very relatable or mm. well, that's the aim anyway and you know much like mum's work in chaos you know trying to create that kind of safe space you are not going to feel yeah. less here. you're going to find something you can identify with this is to make you smile this is to make you feel like you're not alone you know and then throwing in some of the mental health stuff in there as well to kind of be like look there's actually a real person behind this satire well
0: that's the thing yeah. isn't it as well is is yeah it's is making it relatable but I mean like they the <sighs> Some of the solace, mm. there's the there's the there's the bad parts of Instagram, and there's the bits that make you feel a bit yeah. shit, like seeing you know the yeah. supermodels flaunting around with their three children and their flat stomachs, but the neutral clothes, yes, don't forget the neutral clothes, at least don't forget yep, the neutral clothes, I forgot, about <laughs> <that>. <laughs> the big and the yeah. and the one hundred and fifty dollar. Uh, Montessori rainbow set that every mum must have um oh, also in colours oh yes oh god yeah yes. no my my gender reveal for my last one was um my eldest going but mummy we already know it's a girl
1: um yeah, my yeah. middle one Boom. riding
0: around on her tricycle and then me me and my husband Uh, firing off a confetti cannon that no one could tell the color of because the camera was too
1: far away (laughs) you know we just we just didn't do it I think that um obviously we found out because I couldn't not know what I was no 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 no. no, I had to know and by the third one like I knew before she even told me because I could clearly see this this willy (laughs) like on the on the scan I was like oh gosh I'm having another one I was so yeah. sure I was having a girl that time as well so yeah no we cried
0: and I was grieving. convinced no, my little one was a boy <laughs> I was convinced she was a boy because she felt so different to to my eldest. but but she is equally the the only one who will wear a tracksuit and trainers at all times there
1: so boy there you go <laughs> Tomboy. that's what it was absolutely <laughs> that was it yeah. that
0: was the confusion she was my tomboy but yeah no it's... It's funny but yeah you've got you've got the inspirational side of of Instagram as well and there's so many mum accounts Mm. that I follow who you know are helping sort of like break the barriers of mums going back into work and and understanding that you can actually ask for flexible hours and it should and you shouldn't be you know persecuted for that or yeah helping mums understand how to maybe get their kids to sleep a bit easier so that you get more sleep and you know and then mums like you who make me belly laugh so hard that oh, I'm so glad. <laughs> that coffee comes out my nose first thing in the morning because... <laughs> I'm so glad anytime anytime but this is the thing that yeah. the best review I think any uh comic mum account can have is you made coffee come out of my
1: nose I laugh so hard. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but... I'm putting that in my bio <laughs> but yeah so like we you know
0: but I I watch I Watch these things and I think, oh, I, oh no, I can't, I can't do that. Mm. And honestly, like, I was raised on sarcasm, um, good on tea, you. and um, and and good comedy. And so, like, my parents, three really of life, girl. good yes. comedy, and and then I we we used to like jokingly make parody songs at home and I have one I have one ready it's a mum parody song it's ready to go and I still can't click go on 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 Instagram
1: because I'm oh, so you worried about like making a
0: fool out of myself
1: <laughs> you know I think for me that yes because I mean I about a year and a half ago i think when i maybe even two years now when i when i decided you know i was going to try this and it was initially because i was in a network marketing thing and i thought you know i'm going to use my social media for it so i took my account off private yeah and then i realized that every sort of piece of content i was making for this wellness company was essentially taking the piss out of it you know because because i couldn't not you know that was it was just my personality that i had to I had to make fun of it in some way. And then I learned that I was actually pretty funny. So I was like, <laughs> oh, okay, well, let me try this. And so, and then I, I just realized the, the network marketing model didn't align with me. No. Um, so I just kind of carried on down the comedy route. And in the beginning, it was a lot of trending audios because Instagram obviously has that algorithm. Yeah. You know, and, and you, it's not enough to just be good or be funny or, you know, be anything. You've actually, there is a strategy to getting seen in the first place. But once I had that and, you know, just um, just had to be really, really, really consistent with it. Yeah, just really consistent. And uh, I'm at a point now where I I don't use trending audios anymore. No, um, yeah, I pretty much use all my own material. Um, and if I have borrowed like a joke, I will tag who I borrowed it from in, in the caption. Um and. I really that's what I wanted to do from the beginning was be using yeah. my own material but it but it took a few sort of confidence steps because yeah it's weird seeing yourself on camera it's hearing your own voice back to yourself like all that stuff is odd and you know <laughs> I was filming something the other day where I was yelling and as I was yelling you know I'm still learning how to put falsies on so you know you'll you'll see some <laughs> mistakes in my videos but literally one of the lashes was like wobbling as I was yelling and I was like I can't actually put that on video I was like hold on let me just go sort my false eyelashes yeah so there is a bit of of that but once you get over that um fear of looking silly yeah and you realize how much more value that adds than something that's perfectly curated and boring you know and I think that Yeah. yeah remember it's relatability and people people want to be able to relate to you they want to know you're a real person and yeah put it out there you know because you literally don't have anything to lose yeah and you've got everything to gain it's Maybe. exciting mm-hmm. I will, I promise I will do it and I will send it to you soon. do it you will love it I I will love it and um, yeah No. I think I think that this podcast is amazing and I really I'm really glad that these things are emerging into into this sector as well because we need it we need it like there needs to be a shift away from this is what you should look like. This is what you should parent like. This is what gentle parenting is. This is what yeah. conscious parenting is. You know, this is how you should wean your kids. You know, vegetables first, not fruit. You know, <laughs> there's so much of it. We're bombarded with that information all the time. And we actually just need spaces for moms to be crazy because, well, we are. Yeah. So, you know,
0: <laughs> um, yeah. 100%. We need, yeah. It's- Exactly that. And uh, I'm I'm really glad to be occupying this corner of the internet with you mm. where mums are safe and they can have
1: a laugh. <laughs> Absolutely. Absolutely. Yes. And um, yeah. Thoroughly agree. And um and even for dads, you know, like I was thinking oh, about the I was like, Oh gosh, you know, dads get a harder app as well, you know? And I do. And, like there's of a lot more stay at home dads than there was before, you know. And um I mean my husband had to do it for a couple of years when we moved out here just because um so we came out on a skilled migrant visa. So essentially yeah, it was yeah. under me. So I had to work full time um, for a year, which meant that he was the stay-at-home dad. With And then we had two kids, you know. And so it was a really interesting time for both of us <laughs> because we were essentially both playing out of fiddle. Yeah. But, oh, God bless that
0: man. <laughs> well, my, my husband started working from home um, three years ago when COVID yeah. hit oh, and of course. Yeah, yeah. hasn't left. He's still here. We share an office um and actually him being at home has been the best thing for me yes and 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 our kids yeah Yeah. and he can help with school runs he's there for dinner he's there for breakfast he's you know on on the
1: days when really you're really uh... blessed yeah yeah
0: and and that's the thing like he he does he does loads around the house as well like you know yes. I, I yeah. might moan every now and again that he doesn't touch the laundry but um <laughs> but
1: uh you know if, if the, the other way around in my out, <laughs> yeah oh gosh yeah oh, sorry. gosh no yeah, yeah no, um... I genuinely don't have complaints about my hubby He's actually really really good um And yeah, you know, so I I remember some of the challenges he had when he was by himself with the kids and I was at work, you know, and likewise for me, you know, I'd get home and I was completely overstimulated and also just wanted them to go away, you know, so it took adjustment kind of me uh, learning to be at home again yeah um, and work part-time and then him learning to be at work full-time so well, I think that, yeah you know, gave... dad's have it hard too So
0: <laughs> well, I think him working from home gave him a lot of insight into what what I was dealing with totally. on a daily basis of working and yes. running and everything else and then made him mm. go oh actually you know this is I, I can step up a bit more here which was really yeah. great
1: that's awesome and it's so good for your girls to have him around so much that's really beautiful yeah yeah so
0: um I unfortunately do have to go because <laughs> I have work We do. <laughs> <laughs> it's also late here <laughs> oh my god I can imagine it's really late for you but thank you so much for oh, joining for me. me it
1: was so nice having a proper yarn and yeah, yeah I know it
0: was having a chat. really lovely chat but thank you so awesome. much and you know you are welcome anytime if there is thank if there you. is anything you want to talk about please
1: talk to me well, be awesome. you know absolutely it's been so much fun and thanks for reaching out and yeah anytime honestly i think that what you're doing is really really good oh, and you. adds and so you. much value so well done good on oh, you thank you so much well again thank you very
0: much for joining me today uh, on mum's work and chaos uh you know if you have the chance and you have instagram please check out mum hacks for you she's awesome and she will make you laugh so hard Coffee with you. (laughs) Thank
1: you. Happy to bring coffee out of your nose anytime.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Have a good evening.
1: I'll
0: see you.
1: Thank you. Bye. If you enjoyed this
0: episode of Mums Work and Chaos, please make sure to subscribe on whatever podcasting channel you're listening on at the moment. Or if you'd like to get involved, feel free to email me at mumsworkandchaos at gmail.com or follow us on Instagram at mumsworkandchaos. See you then.